Billy Graham has been in the news lately. He was uh, sick, and then he became very weak. And at the time, at the time of this recording, he seems stronger. We're told, but of course, he's 95 years old, and he will not be with us much longer. Uh, with, with his name in the news, brings up questions about Graham's legacy in your own life, Pastor John. Let me let me ask you a few things about Billy Graham. We'll start here. I, I've heard somewhere, thank you, Justin Taylor, that when you were young, when you were a kid, you were afraid that Billy Graham would die. It frightened you to think of the prospect. Uh, what was that fear about? <laughs> it was uh, immature. <laughs> it was uh, a little faith. Oh, ye of little faith, but it was real. I, I, it's strange. I can remember, I think it was about 11, and uh, we had a back porch, and uh, my basketball goal was fastened to the top of the back porch because the garage was under the porch, and I was standing just to the left of the basketball backboard facing the driveway where I shot buckets, and this feeling came over me. Isn't this strange? I can remember this. This feeling came over me of fear that Billy Graham might die. <laughs> so that would have been 1950, uh, okay, 46 plus 11, <laughs> 57, give or take, um, somewhere around there. And uh, it, it was, I think it was, I didn't articulate to myself what would happen, you know, what would happen to the church and to the world. I just had this this fear that something terrible would happen to the church if if Billy Graham wasn't there for us, you know? And um, I, I tried to figure out, why did I think that? In those days, um, the 50s, among evangelicals, and I didn't know that word from Adam, you know? I learned that word in college. Um, there were There weren't a lot of respected people who spoke for the Bible. So the, 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 the resurgence of evangelicalism that happened in the late 40s under John Harold, Harold John Ockengay and, and, and Fuller Seminary and Gordon Seminary and Christianity Today and Billy Graham, that const, Wheaton College, that constellation of central uh, evangelicalism, that, that was a, a newer thing on the horizon. And there weren't a lot of people, you know, there were some famous, you know, TV personalities, but nobody would have thought of them as evangelical. And so Billy Graham just seemed to be bigger than life. You know, he just represented what we believed about the Bible, and to lose him would have would have almost to see Christianity vanish off the American cultural scene. I mean, it was, I mean it's, just, it's a stupid, immature, little faith, and yet it gives you the sense, a little taste maybe of of what a little, a little John Piper was learning about the dangers of celebrity attention. <laughs> we, we ought to have heroes. We really should have heroes. Um, and Billy Graham is still one of mine. Um, but the danger is, is always there of making him too important, making any celebrity too important, more important than the cause of Christ, somehow thinking that poor Jesus, <laughs> poor risen, omnipotent, all authority having Jesus is going to stumble if one of our heroes stumbles or, or gets taken off the scene. Uh, no one is ever indispensable to the cause of Christ. Uh, only Christ is indispensable. And I, I, 
I needed to learn that, and I, I didn't feel that like I should have at age 11, and I, I feel ashamed of that, but I'm glad God was merciful to me, and, and he will be to all of us to help us grow up and realize he, he is everything, and, and all of his advocates in this world are important, but they are not indispensable. Hmm. Did you ever go to any crusades, or did you ever meet Billy Graham himself? I went to the New York crusade. Um so a lot happened when I was 11, <laughs> 11 or 12, whatever it was. So yeah, the summer it would have been 11, the summer of, of, of 1957, we went uh, as a family. And I'm pretty sure it's because my father wanted to see this phenomenon uh, up close because he, his life was really hanging on this. That is, his relationships with very precious friends were in the balance as uh, this was being uh, it was in the media everywhere, and and many people were criticizing Billy Graham for it, and others were stunned at the work of God in it. And my father, I think, wanted to see it. So yeah, I I went uh, and and saw the crusade there. I, I was at one or two other crusades. I think I was one in California when he came when I was in seminary at the Anaheim uh, Stadium, um, and I can't remember all of them. But yes, I've been to to crusades and that one was was very very moving and probably because so much was in the offing with regard to my father's relationships um i met billy graham when i was 14 years old at cliff barrow's house um maybe a little background here in greenville south carolina where i grew up there was the university bob jones where where Billy Graham went and left, and then my dad stayed, and and then a meet, and then later was resigned because of the conflict with Billy Graham. But there were a cluster of evangelists called Woes, Wives of the Evangelists, <laughs> and uh, and and Cliff Barrows, the song leader for Billy Graham, lived there. I went to high school with his kids, and and uh, um, at his home every now and then there were these gatherings for the kids and the families and Billy Graham happened to show up at one of them and so I think I was 14 years old and all I remember is the guy was tall <laughs> he was a giant and I was I was I was little uh, and and so I got to shake his hand and I just remember being you know nervous <laughs> in the presence of of greatness and so that was one and then more recently about a year ago I was able to visit him at his home here I say here because I'm living down south as I record this uh down down near Asheville and what a, what a privilege to spend I don't know 15 20 minutes uh with with a man who is remarkably humble um and seems to love to give credit to others um he seems to very naturally speak of others rather than himself, and and uh, and he speaks most enduringly, endearingly of, of of Jesus. So that was really a high point of my, you know, if I came close to the dangers of hero worship or celebrity admiration, it would be it would be Billy Graham because he, he's been there as one all my life long, and and still is even in his his ill health. So what a privilege it was to spend a few minutes with him. 
Yes, what a privilege. Thank you, Pastor John. And uh, Pastor John, you mentioned your father's relationships being tied up with Billy Graham. And tomorrow I want to talk about uh, one Billy Graham controversy that impacted the history of the Piper family. Until then, listeners, please continue to email your questions to us at AskPastorJohn at DesiringGod.org and visit us online at DesiringGod.org to find thousands of books, articles, sermons, and other resources from John Piper, all free of charge. I'm your host, Tony Ranke. Thanks for listening.